This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Race against the clock. They're all missing. Desperate families and their missing loved ones. We're praying every minute of every day that she'll be with us soon. The downpour that disrupted the search. The high school kid pulled out of the rubble by her hero mom. And is concrete cancer to blame? Then, Judgment Day, disgraced ex-cop Derek Chauvin speaks. Um, I want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. So does his mom. I have always believed in your innocence, and I will never waver from that. And George Floyd's little girl, what she wants the world to know. Plus, Britney Spears, out of here. Her private jet flight to get away from it all. And Wendy Williams' blowback for what she said. Death to all of them. And the socialite accused of killing a top cop in paradise arrested again. I don't know why I'm being detained. This is crazy. Plus, madness on the street. It keeps happening. Strangers attacking innocent strangers at random. How dangerous are the mean streets today? And the elderly lady who woke up with a billion dollars in her bank account. It terrified me. I thought, oh my God. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is an excruciating wait for the families of those still missing from yesterday's collapse of that 12-story condo in Surfside, Florida. More than 150 people remain unaccounted for, and intermittent storms and fires in the rubble are hampering the search as loved ones pray for a miracle. The clock is ticking as distraught families wait for word of loved ones missing in the building collapse. The chances of having good oxygen in there is diminished this morning. Kevin Spiegel and his sons, Josh and Michael, are in a state of despair. His wife of 39 years, Judy, is somewhere in the rubble. She was probably sleeping when this thing occurred. Um, it, It is probably the most horrific thing our family has ever even heard of. We're praying every minute of every day that she'll be with us soon. She's a fighter. We just would tell her to keep fighting and that helps on the way. Spiegel's daughter, Rachel, spoke to CBS this morning. I just want my mom. Like, I, I want to go back a day mm-hmm. and, and change everything. Mike Silver's this uncle and two cousins are unaccounted this for. This is a battlefield. This video shows the dangerous conditions that rescuers are facing. We are listening for sounds. It's not specifically, you know, human sounds. It could be, you know, tapping. It could be steel, uh, you know, kind of twisting. To make matters worse, bad weather delayed rescue efforts as debris fell on the first responders. Be advised, there's debris falling off the building. Then there was this moment of hope. 
Trying to save a lady, trapped inside. We can hear her behind the walls, so we're digging her out. The human chain shows the agonizingly slow task at hand. Debris being removed bucket by bucket. These first responders are going in through tunnels. They're working from the top. They're working from the bottom. It has to be done very, very carefully. Uh, they're, they can't dislodge pieces of debris that could injure them. Mike Fagel is a former disaster safety expert who toiled in similar conditions at Ground Zero in New York in the grim days after 9-11. It is very treacherous because the buildings, the materials are shifting on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. The whole country rejoiced seeing the 12-year-old boy pulled from the rubble. Now we know his name, Jonah Handler. He plays for his school's junior varsity baseball team. He suffered broken bones. Sadly, his mother, Stacy Fang, died in the collapse. Her family says there are no words to describe the tragic loss of our beloved Stacy. High school student Devin Marie Gonzalez fell four stories and survived. She posted pictures of herself in the hospital. The big question now, how did this horrific collapse happen? One theory is that it may have been caused by so-called concrete cancer, in which salt water seeps into concrete and weakens steel beams. This is what Champlain Tower South looked like before the horrific collapse, and this is how it looks today. The number is staggering, 159 people unaccounted for. But behind that number are faces, individuals from all walks of life. Here are some of their stories. They are the faces of the missing, 159 souls, young and old, newlyweds, retirees, entire families. Today, their loved ones are sharing their photos and stories as they desperately wait for word of their fate. I feel like a piece of my heart was just ripped out. PJ Rodriguez broke down as he headed to the Family Reunification Center to offer a sample of his DNA to help in the search for his missing mother and grandmother. Rebecca Wasserstein's niece, Deborah, a student at George Washington University, and her boyfriend, Ileon, were staying at the doomed Champlain Towers South when the building collapsed like a pancake. Teresa Velasquez had just arrived from Los Angeles to visit her parents, Julio and Angela. All three are now missing. This image of bunk beds hanging from what remains of the building is a haunting reminder that it was home to many young families. Alfredo Leone and his little boy Lorenzo are among the missing, as are Garciela Caterosi and her daughter Estella. The fate of the Patel family is also unknown. Mom is pregnant with their second child. The Pettingills were visiting from Paraguay. Mom Sophia is a sister of that nation's first lady. They came to Miami to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Nikki Langsfield and Louis Sadovnik haven't been heard from. They lived on the eighth floor. Moises Rodin, seen here with his girlfriend, is also missing. Newlyweds Nicole and Rosalind Manasheroff moved in after their wedding in April. The building was home to many retirees, enjoying their golden years by the sea. Like 87-year-old Elena Chavez and Claudio and Maria Bonavoy. This couple, Betty and Gil Guerrera, had just moved into apartment 901. Bonnie and David Epstein were also on the ninth floor when the building gave way at 1.30 a.m. on Thursday. Arnie Notkin, a retired gym teacher, and his wife Miriam are on the list of the missing. 
Howard Cohen is Arnie's former student. He was just wonderful about finding out what was special about each kid. The entire nation today waiting and praying that at least some of them will make it out alive. And that is everyone's hope. Emergency workers from around the country have come to Miami to help in the recovery effort. Exactly 13 months after George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis, Derek Chauvin, the officer found guilty of murdering him, was sentenced to prison. Amber Cagliano reports. 22 and a half years. Derek Chauvin hears his sentence for the murder of George Floyd. This is based on your uh, abuse of a position of trust and authority and also the particular cruelty shown to George Floyd. Chauvin showed no emotion as the judge told him his fate. The sentence came at the end of an emotionally charged hearing. Chauvin briefly addressed the court looking nervous and uncomfortable. I want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. Um, There's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest. And uh, I hope things will give you some some peace of mind. His remarks were met with bafflement by many. I just found that um, not not only bizarre, it, it's, it's almost in its own way sadistic. Chauvin's mother begged the court for mercy and spoke directly to her son. My happiest moment is when I gave birth to you. And my second is when I was honored to pin your police badge on you. I have always believed in your innocence, and I will never waver from that. The emotional highlight came when Floyd's seven-year-old daughter, Gianna, recorded a poignant victim impact statement. Do you wish that he was still here with us? Yeah, but he is. Through his spirit? Yes. And Floyd's brother, Felonis, wiped away tears, and his voice cracked as he addressed the court. My family and I have been given a life sentence. We will never be able to get George back. Tensions rose on the eve of the sentencing as several George Floyd statues and murals were vandalized across the USA. The statue of George Floyd in Brooklyn was unveiled just over a week ago to celebrate the new national holiday of Juneteenth. George Floyd's face was spray painted. On the base, the name of a white supremacist group was stenciled in black paint. Just released surveillance video shows four men approaching the monument, and this suspect is shaking a spray can. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty. Chauvin was found guilty of murder in April. Since then, he has been in an isolation cell in the Oak Park Heights Maximum Security Prison, 25 miles from Minneapolis. The judge's sentence of 22 and a half years got mixed reaction. It's a, it's, a, it's a punch in the gut. This guy's life was worth more than 15 years. I think that justice was done in this case. Prosecutors had called for a prison term of 30 years, telling the judge in court papers he acted with particular cruelty that shocked the conscience of the nation. The three other officers charged in connection with George Floyd's killing are set for trial next March. Yesterday, we showed you that socialite who's been charged in the shooting death of a police chief in Belize, chasing down the father of her children. Well, she's been rearrested and is back in jail. Here's why. I don't know why I'm being detained. Socialite Jasmine Harton has been arrested again. I'd like to know what my charge is for. Come on, assault. Who did I 
The new arrest came after Jasmine confronted her estranged partner, Andrew Ashcroft, heir to a billion-dollar fortune. She chased after him at the ritzy resort he owns in Belize. Why won't you let me see the kids, Andrew? Why won't you let me see the children? Why are you stopping me from being at my house and seeing my kids, Andrew? Jasmine was taken into custody after reporting for her daily check-in at the local police station, a condition of her bail. The DailyMail.com obtained the dramatic video. Can you please leave the station? Jasmine faces trial for manslaughter by negligence in the shooting death of police superintendent Henry Jemmett. She says the gun went off by accident after a night of drinking. You can see one officer trying to stop the interview. There's not a day that goes by I don't think about Henry. He was my friend. He was a protector. We were friends for years, and he was a good man. As she was rearrested, Harton told reporters that she's done nothing wrong. Britney Spears is enjoying a groundswell of support following that emotional testimony before a judge. And as she waits for a ruling on whether her conservatorship will be ended, she's not waiting around at home. Here's Jim Murray. Britney Spears and her boyfriend have escaped the firestorm and are seeking a little R&R in Hawaii. Britney looks relaxed, sporting cut-off white short shorts, sunglasses and hat. Sam Asgari is shirtless and all smiles. On their trip over to Maui, Britney blew off steam making silly Instagram videos. With the help of fun filters, the couple transformed into puppy dogs and even broccoli. Yeah, have I ever told you I love broccoli? Brittany and Sam Asgari jetted off on a private plane for a much-needed break following her dramatic courtroom testimony during which she demanded an end to her conservatorship. And now she's apologizing to her millions of fans for hiding her truth all these years by posting videos assuring the world she was happy. I'm totally fine. I'm extremely happy. I have a beautiful home, beautiful children. Today, Brittany says, I apologize for pretending like I've been okay the past two years. I did it because of my pride, and I was embarrassed to share what happened to me. Support for Britney continues to pour in. Paris Hilton, who was DJing in Las Vegas, had this message. We love you, Britney. Free Britney. Paris wore a metallic blue dress that appeared to channel the iconic blue flight attendant dress worn by Britney in her hit music video, Toxic. Wendy Williams' support for Britney Spears is now under fire after the talk show host called for Britney's parents to die. How dare you, Mr. Spears? You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. Even the audience seemed to think Wendy Williams went too far. We'll be right back. Next, madness on the street. It keeps happening. Strangers attacking innocent strangers at random. How dangerous are the mean streets today? And the elderly lady who woke up with a billion dollars in her bank account. It terrified me. I thought, oh my God. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 
It's the end of an era for late-night host Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien kicked off his final show with a very special guest, Homer Simpson. Thank you, Homer. You mean the world to me. You mean the world to me, Conrad. It's Conan. It was fitting because Conan started his career as a writer for The Simpsons. Now, after 28 years and 4,368 episodes on late night TV, Conan is signing off. Every night I always said, tonight we have a really great show. And I have to tell you, I was often lying. Uh, with his longtime sidekick, Andy Richter, by his side, Conan got emotional with his final message. But try. Try and do what you love with people you love. And if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. So good night. Thank you very much. <laughs> Homelessness is a major problem around the country, resulting in some frightening incidents. Les Trent has a report which, we should warn, has some disturbing images. It's madness on the streets. This man sucker punches a woman in broad daylight. He's homeless, and police say he has 18 prior arrests. And this homeless woman uses a hammer and attacks two strangers. Here in New York, many are blaming these random violent assaults on the surging population of homeless people, some who are afflicted with mental issues. This guy was writhing outside Penn Station. And look at all these people passed out. Some say 8th Avenue should be renamed the Drug Corridor. Others yelled incoherently. Then there was this guy, crossing a busy street against the light with his little dog in tow. He thinks he has the right of way. We watched as he ducked under this subway turnstile. We also saw people who appeared to be in distress. Many New Yorkers are concerned. It just happened right now. We were at the park and um, this lady started screaming at us that this is a public property that we need to get off our property. Do you think it's worse since the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, this is everyone's like, this is like old New York from the 70s, 80s. Advocates like Alexandra Long say the pandemic has taken a dire toll, cutting the homeless from crucial medical and mental health resources. What do you say to people when they say, we're afraid? Being afraid of these people isn't isn't going to help them. It isn't going to make them go away, and it isn't going to provide them anything that they need to improve their lives. Up next, the woman who became an instant billionaire. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. She's an overnight billionaire. This 77-year-old woman went to the bank and found out she had 
$1 billion in her checking account. My balance showed I had all this money in it, and it just, it terrified me. I thought, oh my God, I've got all this money, and it's not mine. Julia Yankowski was trying to withdraw $20 from the Chase branch in Largo, Florida, when she found the mistake in her balance. It showed $999,985,855.94. A billion dollars? Almost a billion. It was a bunch of nines. I can't, you know, I can't count that high. I've never had that kind of money. Did you know right away it was a mistake? Oh, uh, yes, right away. Like the good citizen she is, Julia contacted the bank. What did you say to them when you called? I said, I have all this money in my bank account. It's not mine, and I'd like for you to check it and find out what's going on. The next time Julia looked, her checking account was down to where it was supposed to be, $10,000. <laughs> so for one brief shining moment, this senior citizen found herself a billionaire. You're going to frame that receipt? Yes, I am. <laughs> nice while it lasted. Coming up, photobomb by a horse. Finally, he's ready for his close-up. A mom-to-be is celebrating with a photo shoot, but this horse steals the show. <laughs> the horse named Buckshot even smiles for the camera. Talk about horsing around. <laughs> what big teeth you have. That is Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. See you next time. If you like Inside Edition... You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.